You are now listening to Well, Well, I'm feeling now. Like, oh my god, did she just murder him? <laughs> oh no, his pussiness. Misandry. <laughs> yes, misandry. Oh, poor man. Ladies, serial killers are the best. Well, she's never going to get that stain out. Nothing says it's over like running over your ex. It had to be a woman. It had to have been a woman. Are you wearing it? I can't. Hi, hi, hello, friends. Hello, happy almost spring because it's warm. Happy spring. Happy new trailer day, week. Yes, happy new trailer week. Moment of existence. Three days ago, thanks BBC America. Thanks BBC. Already at 1.1 million views. Um. Oh yeah. There, but there's multiple uploads too. So. Oh yeah. Uh, so it's like spread across, but still. And it has that weird. Actually, there are 16 haters on the BBC America upload, but on the Rotten Tomatoes upload, uh, there's not a single dislike. Uh. So we gotta. Which is interesting, up. considering you know the meninist infiltration on Rotten Tomatoes. That's because they're too busy telling people not to watch Captain, uh, Captain Marvel? Marvel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, this isn't a Captain Marvel podcast, but we would just like to take this time out to uh, revel in the tears of the meninists, the incels, the hoteps, all the men worldwide who were just so upset that Captain Marvel, you know, was trying to like tell girls to believe in themselves. Was that it, Terrence? Is that what they were complaining about? Did Something she, about Brie Larson hates men. Yeah, hates all white men. White men need to stand together and not watch this movie. And <laughs> Wait, actually, I saw, I think I, I read yesterday that there was like... Um, the right wingers were they had an Alita challenge where they was like hashtag Alita challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's real life. They were like, this is a better movie for women. Go see Alita. And you know, we saw Alita together. We thought it was fantastic. Alita but is fantastic. You can see both. You can do you both. Definitely can. Both can be true at the same time, you guys. Alita is great and so is Captain Marvel. I hope some of our listeners out there actually treated themselves on Women's Day, International Women's Day to see it because it was the shit. And if you didn't check it out i didn't even think there was like gay overtones because i was just so just like i don't know basking in like my right. my my heroes who are women and then annette benning came out of nowhere i didn't even know she was in the movie i was like annette what the fuck <laughs> so i didn't even think about po- possible gay overtones but i actually saw an article that was like captain marvel was queer baiting people and i was like what i mean i mean I... they raised a kid together i mean well uh, yeah, <laughs> two women and a they baby. They were a family, right? And they had a a, a plane in their their bunker backyard <laughs> that they worked on, Listen, like it was a sports car. I'm with you there. I'm just not upset about it. Like the article was like, oh hey, they didn't take the leap, and I was like, you know, what? I didn't even put that shit together, and I'm usually like among the first to tie those things together. I was just enjoying everything else, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not upset. The bitch just got her memory back. Like, let's give it some time. Oh, spoilers! God damn it. Um. Oh not yeah, really spoilers? Uh, we'll, we'll put, I mean, it's not really spoilers. <laughs> it's not really spoilers. I mean, you know, I, she eventually gets her memory we'll, back. We'll, we'll put trailer. a spoiler tag there, I guess. And I would have loved icing on the cake since we're doing and treading spoiler territory. <laughs> if when they were trying to figure out those uh, coordinates, and then the little girl would have been also like, "Yeah, it's it's actually in the sky." Oh yeah, like, <laughs> it's in space. Like why? Why don't you know this? Also, kudos to the just the whole cast in general of yes. spectacular women and that adorable little girl. I can't remember her name, but I know her last name is Akbar because I was like, she's just adorable. Yes. I want her to get all the things. Um, So, yeah, just want to take the moment out in case an incel comes across this podcast, which is highly, highly, highly unlikely. But in case you did, I would just like to say 
fuck you. And I hope you had a fantastic weekend. That's it. That's it. On yes, on that note. I just had to just yeah, had to leave that had, whole nugget in. We had to get it out. It's, International Women's Day happened. We had to mention it. Great. Oh yeah, we've happened. never mentioned that we're on a another podcast, a Marvel podcast, Brain Nerdy podcast. Uh, so we have high interest in all things Marvel, um, and an invested invested interest in seeing women succeed. Hashtag mm-hmm. let her flex. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. so you know, incels, stay mad. I are you uploading videos? Are you working on them as we speak? I've seen the conspiracy <laughs> theories. Oh, maybe it takes a week. Uh, oh, Disney bought out half the theaters. Oh, I mean, it's just like really, really, guys. But why can't Cap <laughs> stop Thanos? That's the only thing I don't Why understand. Why does feminism have to stop Thanos? We have to stop wolf washing <laughs> our heroes just to make them palatable, palatable uh, across the spectrum. <sighs> so that was a, a big, deep well of enjoyment for me this weekend was not only seeing Captain Marvel, but then seeing how successful it was that it's about to break 500 million worldwide. And there are mad people out there, about as mad as they were when Black Panther came out. And I just, I'm living. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Marvel. Okay, so back to you, BBC. Back to you and Killing Eve. So yeah, they dropped another fucking trailer Ugh. three days ago, and um, I feel like what first must be noted about this trailer. We gotta play it, but that first line that Villanelle says. Oh, I'm paraphrasing. I can't remember. It's like, oh, people do weird things when they're in love. What? Okay, <laughs> so we're leading the trailer. We're leading trailer two. So with, is uh, she is she justifying everything she's ever done? Is she justifying what she's justing did? what's coming? What, what, right? What's happening? <laughs> what? oh. A producer, sir, can you play that first of what ten seconds of the trailer? Apologies to any English listeners who really think I butchered that. Sometimes when you love. Someone- Oh, I'm mad. Sometimes when you love someone, you will do crazy things. The music. So, so okay, can we pause it for a second? Let's pause it for a second. Let's pause it for a goddamn second. The music, second. the outfit. I mean, that opening line. Yes. And also the two shots of them sort of like looking pensively at their life choices, um, which fits. I think it fits. I feel like our ladies are going to be having lots of thoughts about why, when, how, what for, what do I do? <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> um, oh. oh, it's playing. Why is it? Why oh, is it it's playing, playing on yeah. the it's playing on the other screen. But how? Because I'm not connected to that. Oh, is it me? It's me. Well, oops. Um, well, yeah, let's just watch this trailer. <laughs> no, yeah. I'll rewind. Yeah, so it starts open. We see Villanelle. We see Eve. They're looking again. Yes, those pensive. Pensive. They're thinking. Yeah. We got, oh, hey, oh. Carolyn, still looking great. Mm-hmm. Someone is someone is like fingering at a heart at a table. Who do we, whose hand do we think that like, is? Like, who's etched that heart? I'm hoping that's um, Eve. I hope that's Eve finding the Eve. heart. Yes. Oh, wait. You think Eve finding the heart? Like and didn't shoot like in the hospital, right? In the hospital, or maybe on a train car to be like, am I going in the right direction? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's interesting too that I mean we're getting a a bunch of different scenes from several episodes at the very least because the outfit changes. At least three or four episodes, right? That hair. I mean, first of all, Jody rocking some fluorescent pink and that faux fur. Oh wait, I think I think I saw something online about her being upset or someone trying to say something about fur wearing fur. Like honestly. What? Okay, so that's Sandra O oh, definitely uh, stress eating she, the day yes. that she stabbed Villanelle because she's got her same jacket on and she's loading up on candy, which I can relate to. Yes. If I'm going to stress eat, it's going to be sweets. 
really a lot of sweet, fun things. Okay, they're back at the door. They're staring through. Honestly, Villanelle just looks like she's a lot of fun this season, which, again, I'm not surprised. That's what I expect. <laughs> Wait, Carolyn. Carolyn asking Eve if she has... um. If she has any ideas about where Villanelle is and she's like, any feelings? And she's like, no, no feelings. I mean, is this basically going to be the open troll that Carolyn is into? She is being petty. I mean, it's almost like if Eve had the chance to be this petty to Carolyn, I mean, she still wouldn't take it. But she's like, so you and Constantine. <laughs> you want to tell me a little bit about that? The little tryst. Eve was kind of petty in your hotel a little bit. room with all the scatter, everything yeah. just all amiss. And wasn't she kind of rude though? She was a little bit in Carolyn's face in those later episodes when she's like, "Yo, what's up with you and Constantine?" But after Kenny finds those uh, those notes, those little <laughs> smut letters. But what I love is that you, she's like, I fucking saved the world seven times. I'm allowed. <laughs> I'm allowed to be True. the James Bond and True. have my trysts. Maybe he's my uh, octopus or whatever. Like, you know, oh, those, yeah, yeah, those yeah. Bond villain girls always have those fun, flirty names. I'm uh, all for it. I'm right. all for so, Carolyn doing whatever the fuck she pleases. And, and I feel like that's what's happening here. That's you know, so I'm not mad at her for that. Definitely not. What else? I mean... I feel like a lot of things happen in that trailer, but then we also don't really know what's happening. We just know that it's probably all good. Yes. Apart definitely. from the stress eating and the the murders. I think maybe we're seeing some Villanelle costumes for sure. Yes. Um, and I'm glad she's back to her old tricks. I, I, she probably never left those tricks, to be sure. She's just temporarily kept from the tricks after being stabbed by Eve. And I'm wondering if they kept her in, if they kept her bottled you know, like this small offshoot agency was pursuing this woman. Is she now nationally known as this mega killer? Oh. Or are, have they just kept it again to themselves? Is that why she's able to you roam mean the street? You mean like the MI6? And she, yeah. I think so. Because remember, Carolyn was already saying that she was off the books on her hunch. Yeah. And she was going to have this off the book shit for, for Eve to figure out like, hey, is there something here? And then when you look at what happened in russia like shit went really left oh you know oh, and oh, oh. Yes. constantine was playing both both sides because he was out here trying to snitch on his on the 12 and then lying to carolyn i have to assume like he was lying to eve about oh i don't i don't even know like ha, 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 i just got here i'm so confused um and so i feel like a lot of shit has been compromised and there's no way to tell like what what validity the MI6 community has with Villanelle or even if they believe like the evidence. I mean, what about chain of custody? What about like rules and stuff? I know it's the UK, but I feel like Eve has broken so many rules that even if they, if they tried to take existing evidence to court, like some judge somewhere would just throw it all the fuck out. Right? Like just be like, it's gone. (sighs) You have contaminated so many levels of stuff. Yeah. Depending on the nation where it happened, some things would be like, yeah, we can't. You can never be called a hero. Oh my God, you're right. She kills internationally. She's out here with with bodies in every every country. So like with most, I guess, great agents, like they'll either have this record that will be totally expunged or completely redacted. Right. Where it's like you just have this long history of doing whatever you did. And maybe it was for the better. Maybe it was for the worst, but right. no one will ever know but you. But that's the dream I have for, you know, the old woman neighbor of Villanelle. Just oh, yes, sits right. there, still the on lady. duty, but retired. It just takes notes. She doesn't look like she was hiding. Because in that, in that fucking scene where she tells the girls, like, can I take a picture for Instagram? And she's like, no, bitch. <laughs> Get your own life. Like, she is dressed in 
quintessential Villanelle. Like that whole outfit is extra. I'm sure we'll yes. find out who's responsible for it, what couture piece she's in. But it doesn't look like even if she's supposed to be hiding or blending, she's not. That's why the girl wanted an Instagram photo because she has on these gorgeous, gaudy gold earrings, some, I don't know, silk, fluffy couture shirt. And I couldn't quite see her bottoms, but they were extravagant too. You know, whatever shoe she's wearing is akin to the Balenciagas she was wearing in the pink tulle dress. And so it makes sense why someone would see Villanelle and be like, oh my God, you're like a walking advertisement, but also... And she looked at her probably was like, your, your hair's not curly enough. And, <laughs> you know, it's not, I mean, it's, 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 you will never work for me. Like I have what I want. Like I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that Eve Palastri is giving her. Well, she was already lost because she was a blonde. She's like, get the fuck out of my <laughs> right, face, girl. Like, um, no, this is <laughs> I don't got time for works. you. What do we think she was writing? She was writing, right? She was, was she writing a letter? Maybe uh, something to, maybe something to, to Eve? I think she might have been going to maybe even deliver another thing. Like she was probably thinking of a shop to go and pick up a thing Ooh. to send it to like her like desk or something. Well, we know that from the first Taylor trailer, she sends her flowers um, that spell out Eve. Yeah, I'm, I feel like that's Sandra O's finger. <laughs> that's fingering yes. the heart as we watch this for With the sixth time. weird Tina Fey, right. She said, those no. earrings, though. Mm-hmm. I'll take those. I like big gaudy earrings. But see, this is fodder for the cosplay. So now you have you expanded the possibilities yes, of your wardrobe. Yes. Well, I really do need to see some Villanelle cosplays uh, this upcoming season, you guys, of of comic cons that happen across the world, please. Yeah, so I don't. Oh, OK. So also, look, did you see that scene? Someone is being led away. Someone's being led away. Let me see if I can pause it. I feel like it's Sandra O oh from the back. I'm going to try to pause it right there. It's in the forest. Right there. I so think what Sandra the oh fuck too. is happening? Hey, those Why guns? are two men with <laughs> guns and automatic rifles? Like, That's, where are they? And also, wait. where are they taking her? Right. Okay, hmm. actually, I could be guessing, but or, this looks like the pants that she has on underneath her trench coat in the scene where she goes to the hotel. Actually, yeah. It does, right? Now, yeah. I could be wrong because... Eve does not have a wardrobe um, that we should think has a lot of variety. So she could be wearing something more than once. But could she be getting in trouble with the her clearance now that her connection is dead? Could she still be pursuing this woman internationally with no like? Remember, no jurisdiction and That's and, true. She, and no one's claiming. But her. she has to hook back up with Carolyn at some point, like where she's where whoever she calls. Maybe it's Carolyn. Maybe it's Kenny. Maybe it's Elena. And she's like, "Hey, uh, yeah. So, um, well, about Villanelle, I found her, and it's possible that I killed her. I don't know. She ran. I out. may. I may have. <laughs> I may have. Snack- Back possibly into Russia. I'm, I may not I'm have gone to- home. I may have taken that flight to Paris, even though you guys were like, go back to go back to London. I didn't do that. I definitely went to Paris. I definitely broke into her apartment, but not exactly because I found an old lady spy who thought that I was working for the 12 and I lied about it. So I went in there. She tried to see me sneaking in, but she found me doing it. So I was just in there and I trashed her place. And then she came home and we talked a little while, had a little heart to heart. Totally told you a few secrets and I don't know. I thought we were going to take a nap or something, but then something came over me and I stabbed a bitch. And then, you know, and that's probably Carolyn rescuing her and then saying, oh, so since we're here, mm. 
Do you have any hunches <laughs> about where Eve, might, where Villanelle might be? Is that Carolyn keeping her out of jail? <laughs> yes. Like any any feelings? Like I literally talked down the she firing deserves, squad. She deserves to, to troll give Eve you for credentials. That. <laughs> so that because they didn't know what to think of they you. Did, You're just they a did. random woman stalking a killer that no one knows is a killer. So, and now you're kind of a killer, at least attempted killer. Like you could catch a charge too, girl. Yeah. Out here committing crimes. So I definitely think that's her. And so who knows? I This is either MI6, but I doubt it, right? Maybe it's somebody from the 12. I'm thinking somebody and from the And she's gotten way too close. Maybe she's compromised Villanelle. She, cause Vill, she got Villanelle asking about the goddamn 12. Because by the Constantine time the off the record was looking into the fact that Eve Palastri was looking that's into right. He did Villanelle. not want the 12 to know right. that they were looking into Villanelle. That's all very, that's all very interesting. So I think we'll definitely get clarification on why it's so important for the 12 to have Villanelle be so aimlessly happy in terms of like, we'll give you more money. We just give her tons of money. She goes and does her shopping and then she waits for the next kill. And for the first time that we see, you know, in the next two episodes as they come up, you know, she asked Constantine, she's like, so what about that? Uh, what's up with the 12? And he's like, oh, oh dear. Well, <laughs> looks like there's going to be a plot switch uh, next episode. I'm going to be fucking you over. Villanelle. Yeah. Which, um, oh, you know what? We did say we were going to mention who we were referencing when we said G money last episode, we were talking oh. about Jerry. I got hosed in every area code. Hogar. <laughs> yes. Hogarth from yes. uh, Jessica Jones. And if you, AKA Trinity, it, from, AKA the Matrix. Trinity from the matrix, uh, Carrie Ann Moss. She's great. And she plays a badass lawyer in Jessica Jones. If you aren't familiar with that show, who, as I said, has hoes in every, every area code, zip code, all the and codes. And I'm triggered. <laughs> oh, and I'm only triggered. We're trying to keep first, positive thoughts yeah. for Jessica Jones. Uh, yeah, because it's we don't even have it, and we know it's over after it. And oh my god, and you know then, what we have to mention? Yes, that that's Travis Steve article. Yes. That oh my god, that's why I got triggered. Oh! She was the only Marvel. Holy shit! I, Holy icon, she was the only Marvel shit. icon to make any section of that list. Wow. So wow. Um, there okay, was guys. An okay, you guys. Article. There was an article. It was in the Hollywood Reporter. Damn it. You could look for it, but should you? Unless you too want to be pissed off. And they decided they were like, you know, what we're gonna do. We're gonna, we're gonna let gonna... women know the top the top fifty roles, the top fifty women, the top fifty female characters of all time across of media. all time across the platforms. You guys, so that means all the things in which a woman, a non man, could perform stuff. They were like all those things, and they're the experts because they're you know Hollywood Reporter, and you know they they took a poll. And they rank them in the order in which people voted for them. <sighs> Do I know the demographic of Hollywood Reporter? I mean, I could guess because of what's on the list, but the list isn't that great. Okay, that's so an understatement. Of the fifty characters, two. First of all, which two were missing? <laughs> that is completely and entirely relevant to this fucking podcast. Yes, I, both, I both of them are not on that list. I, either one, neither one. Nope, they're um, not, they're not, they're on, not the on the list. They're, just, they're not they're on the not. list. For, they for did anything in their so resumes. What I'm trying to figure out is how do you have like the most talked about show? I'm just going to go ahead and say it like because I feel like the ratio of people talking shit about Killing Eve, if they're aware of it, is like almost non-existent if it exists at all. And that's just sort of like, um, hey, guys, here's a great show with some great writers and some great thespians. It's fucking awesome. You should watch it. I'm surrounded by female memorabilia. Oh, yes. Let's There's talk about one this in the woman. studio. Yo, There's only one okay, woman. Okay, yeah. That's I mean, all this. We, look, 
Was Zena there? No, we were screaming because Zena wasn't there. No, no, they no. They left Zena off? They, they, she Wait, they low. kept Zena. She was low, but they, they did not include Gabrielle or right. Kalisto. That's, right. that's correct. You're right about that. Oh, my God. The, no, I'm, I'm going to start screaming again because I'm feeling the passion, the rage coming back through because they literally missed every new bitch from Marvel. They yes. missed Okoye. They missed Valkyrie. They missed Nakia. They didn't even include Evangeline Lilly in The Wasp. And Ant-Man and The Wasp was a pretty fucking boring movie. She was one of y'all's. I, I don't get it. <laughs> there was no Cher Horowitz. There was, there yeah, was, just like, there was, there was no, a lot of no. There was a lot of things There was missing. a lot of no. They also, they completely uh, omitted Mila Jovovich. Yes. Which, considering her fucking resume from Fifth Element all the way till now, how disrespectful and rude. Not a single Resident Evil mention. Not a single Ultraviolet. Really? That's what we do? Not even the Fifth Element? Not even. We're broke onto the screen. I mean, it was just so upsetting that we decided we're going to make our own list. Yeah, I mean, I don't get why people choose to say things like of all time and then omit. And then lie? Re- yeah, Tell ultimately lies. lie. It's like, I mean, I I get you having a deadline, but just say, hey, you know, we did our best here at Hollywood Reporter and we didn't oh really God. mean up here. We said a, a, league, a league of tomorrow, uh, a league of their own. A league of their own, like, yeah. We were like, where's Gina Davis? Because they left Gina Davis off from a league of their own. They left her off from Thelma and Louise and they long left her off night. from fucking a long kiss. Good night. They fucking, someone needs to go. You know what? If you wrote this article for The Hollywood Reporter, I invite you to Brooklyn to fight me. Um, I, I would mean, like to fight for these ladies' honor. Yes. Because you, yes. you have disparaged so many of my faves. Like we said, where was Jennifer Garner from Alias? They forgot about that bitch? I, she hasn't made movies lately, a lot, that are like you know popular. But hello, Jennifer Garner killed it as Alias for a pretty decent section of time. Right? Oh, there was, there was one Asian on the list. And she was animated. Holy shit! One Asian on the list and she was animated. Forgot. I completely forgot they did Lucy Lou Dirty from Kill Bill oh. and Charlie's Angels. I completely forgot they did Go Go Dirty from Kill Bill. I completely forgot they did fucking um Michelle Yeo, fucking Giorgio, fucking Giorgio, Star Trek Discovery, or I don't know, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, or anybody. I don't know, any one of her movies. Holy shit. They forgot Michael Burnham too from Star Trek Discovery. Yes. They forgot Angela Bassett. As Marie Laveau in American Horror Story. They forgot Jessica Lange. Also as a witch in American Horror Story and some other seasons as well. Where's Sarah Paulson? No? She's nope, nowhere to be nowhere seen? To be no seen. Sarah Paulson? We have no love for Sarah, but how? How? You also had some vintage Lori Petty in there that needed to be in. And yeah. We were pretty mad about that. Um, they didn't even bother with some of the more, more basic ones, like Atomic Blonde. I would think that Atomic Blonde would totally be in there. No? I mean, they did, fighting skills. They, they did Fury Road, but they didn't do, I just was but Fury so Road, lost. Fury Road was so weird for for Charlize's part in, in Fury Road. Really? Of all of her films, you don't even choose like the Eon Flux. You choose Fury Road, where she shared the time with Tom Hardy. Boo. I just, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm mad. And we were certainly mad that of that whole 50, of the whole numbers that they had every bitch from Friends, but they didn't have space for neither Eve or Philanel. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. Oh, also, Maeve. Maeve and Wyatt. Right. From Westworld. Hello. See, I, this is what happens. I'm going to keep going. I'm, new shows are going to keep popping into my head. Person of interest. Hello. Rude and Shaw. No time for them either. Well, whatever. You know what? Before we just go into the slippery slope of, of anger and rage, perhaps we should just get into episode five. Yeah. <laughs> and cleanse ourselves right. with the beautiful, wonderful acting scenes and moments from this show. Whew. Yeah. So we're going to do that and then we'll be back and we're going to talk about it. All right. 
Legends World. Oh. Wow. Wow, you guys. All right. Um, wait. First of all, Whew. we have just concluded for, I don't know, for me, maybe it's my sixth viewing. I, I really can't be sure I, anymore. <laughs> but of episode five of Killing Eve season one, entitled, I have a thing about bathrooms. <laughs> uh, I mean, at this point. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, there's so many pleasant memories for Villanelle in yes, bathrooms. I met my first love in a bathroom. Literally, I think her favorite <laughs> kills and her love at first sight is like, wow, bathrooms are my spot. Mm. Bathrooms are the shit. And how apt um, of a title for this episode, because, yeah, not only does Villanelle have a thing about bathrooms, she has a thing about an MI6 agent with curly yeah. hair that goes by the name Eve. And doesn't like to eat her husband's shepherd's pie. But we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. So how do we open up? Uh, that's what Frank's in the car. Eve's looking up. She saw a uh, villain walking up the hill. So, I mean, the suspense music and everything is still happening all there. Right. From, see, uh, from episode four, where we left off. We have our really green agent in training, Elena, out in the field. She doesn't get why she's out in the field. And she's like, okay, <laughs> I'm voice of logic. She's on some you excitement. Know. Okay, but Elena's a ride or die. Elena's a ride or die. Because even though she's saying to Eve, like, bitch, look, I know you kind of got like an interesting thing. I'm not really sure if I fully understand it. What's happening in Villanelle? But please, can we just go? And Eve is like, I'm turning off this engine. (laughs) I'm getting out of the car. (laughs) And to Elena's credit, she's a ride or die because she doesn't pull the fuck out. I feel like so many other people, it's like that... um, I don't know if you ever watched that reality show that used to be like, I think it was on the sci-fi channel a couple of years ago. And it was like a prank thing where they would have people come on and a lot of times it would be couples and then they would do like a fear prank. Oh um, yeah, I've seen, I know what you're talking about. I think it was about. fear yeah. tactics. Maybe that's what it was called. And they would do a prank. And then a lot of times for the couples, you know, that shit could break up your relationship. Oh, if, yeah. You know, you think a killer or a Bigfoot's coming in your man or your woman just leaves you there to fucking die. And they're like, I was, I was about me. I'm so sorry. I didn't know this was fake. And I feel like Elena gets extra points because she didn't just peace out. She could have jumped to the front seat and been like, fuck you, Eve. You want to spend time with your girlfriend? Fine. Let me know how it goes. And you know, Kenny was in, uh, was he's on the phone. Kenny's not there. It's Frank next to her. Okay. Yeah, Frank is next to her just freaking out. And Kenny's in the air just hoping that his uh, love interest is all right. Uh, so <laughs> he's outside of the car. This music is playing, you guys. Shout the out to soundtrack. Kenny who says things are getting out of control, by the way, in the <laughs> second trailer. And Kenny, just things have been out of yeah, control, where, where, buddy. Yeah, where have you been? Like, <laughs> but yeah, so she gets out. And uh, she does this weird little how like they she doesn't know if she can speak English or not. But it's like, here's me. Just it's, a half, that. it's a half unsure of her of herself, sort of like it kind of reminded me, too, of like those Miss America waves. That's just kind of like mildly awkward. You're like, OK. And so Villanelle's watching this and she's watching her advance and she's just she's trying to figure out if this is really happening or not. Like, is this something that she's thinking is happening is it really happening oh it's happening and and you know you can see that her pulse is visibly like affected and she's like okay all right all right she's getting too close she's getting too close okay so she pulls out the gun and then you know he stops um but he doesn't doesn't do I anything mean, yeah she lifts one hand up she puts it over her heart. Playing games. And then, uh, you know, I mean, look, first of all, Eve, Eve, Eve. But before I get to Eve's obvious and blatant thirst, I'm just want to say like Villanelle, you know, she makes me laugh because she's on some fuck shit. And I think this was her trying to get control back because she had control when she's shooting at people and people are running away. That's her element. That's she's used to that. People trying to get away. And she's like, "Mm, not today. I'm going to get you anyway. And then as soon as Eve comes out the car, she's like, oh, what? Hold up. Wait a minute. 
um, hmm, let me think about this. Okay, what do we, right. uh, what might we, uh, ooh, and she tries to get control back, especially with Eve out there signing, I love you. I mean, that's what I'm, it wasn't yeah, actual that ASL. That literally is what I if got. You're gonna, if you're going to fact check me on the ASL, look, I'm not <laughs> saying that's exactly what it is. I'm saying this is maybe British, killing Eve, misandry, um, sign language. But anyway, she signs, I love you. And Eve Villanelle's like, what? And now she's here playing games because she got a little giggle. She got a little smirk. She tries to shoot her, but she doesn't. She just shoots the ground. But um, wait, well, but before she shoots, <laughs> before the, she ground, shoots the ground, that's true. That's uh, true. Before she shoots the ground, she has the gun pointed at Eve. She does the sign with the heart, and I love you. And she decides and she goes to, take to kill the herself gun. or folk she kill, puts folk it, kill yeah, herself. Yeah, under her chin, and then you know, green Eve was like, no. <laughs> and then you know, villain. I was like, oh, this is so cute. I mean, yes, (laughs) it's cute that Eve even thought she was going to do it. It's like, first of all, Villanelle is far too extra and too much of a narcissist to fucking take herself out like that. But she thought it was cute that you thought she might. You're like, no, not yet. We have to talk. And she's like, oh, so you really like me. I feel like that was super confirmation right there where she was like, I feel like this bitch like she's working on some next shit. She's not like a normal cop right now. And then that confirmation of like her extreme reaction where I feel like Elena, Frank, Anyone else would have been like, okay, do it. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'll just write the report later and explain what happened. Uh And Eve's immediate reaction is not a logical one because logic would dictate that Villanelle was not going to do that. It was an emotional one. And she was like, no, don't. And Villanelle was like, okay. Oh, oh, hello. Right. (laughs) And then she does a little giggle. mm. um, And she blows her a kiss with the gun. That's what I feel like that was. That That was was definitely that. That that. That's what that was. My head cannon's legit. And she delivered the kiss with the bullet. Like she kissed the gun and then she shot at her feet and she clearly (laughs) was not trying to harm Eve in any Right, shape or form. but Eve still reacted as if she was being shot at, which was still which, adorable. Which, which, I mean, that's normal. It's loud. And then, a shell casing totally landed somewhere near her legs. And so. so she went looking for the shell casing. And when she picked her eyes back up, you know, the object of her affection was Villanelle no longer was in her sight. She was planning to get to her crib later. So that she day. was like, uh, "I well." that moment's over i guess i should she was disappointed the car and that's i mean the sentiment we saw on her face was disappointment like she was kind of like okay that happened and i'm alive and i'm i guess i'm thrilled that i'm this is working out but also i wish it hadn't ended i was right. kind of hoping to exchange I, I a was, word i was satisfied while it was going on and it stopped so the satisfaction isn't there and i can't get it anymore right so and i think villanelle was like oh if you want to have a conversation or some shit we're gonna have to be alone like mm-hmm. your two core workers or your former one's a mole One's an actual coworker. They're back there. And I would prefer to do this in private. And uh, yeah, so after that, you know, they drive off. And I'm sure Elena, Elena was giving her like the stank eye. And so was Frank. Because they were like, yo, what the <laughs> fuck was that? We don't get to see those scenes, but I know they were there. Hmm. And uh, they end up at like some fucking, I don't know, restaurant and situation. Out. And <laughs> Frank is, okay, first of all, why does Frank chew? Nando's. I like so. to think that was a directorial thing for him to choose so obnoxiously he must have knew it was his last <laughs> meal or something like right i mean holy shit but he's they were painting the picture of how unlikable he is and you know all the way down to his eating habits where yes. elena says like she says i'm like who would spend that much money on that man as they watch him get up <laughs> to get more brown sauce and he just looks pathetic um and Posture, i agree. shot the shit just everything's just going wrong for frank just everything's going, going wrong including his uh his brown sauce but he does drop a little nugget a bare little nugget but it's actually a pretty significant nugget um to even elena and he's like oksana i heard the name oksana yes. one of the other one of the shooters called another shooter oksana so of course you know well i think actually before we get to that line we actually we bring frank to the safe house right 
I think that's what happens. They bring him over there, and well, Eve asks uh, Kenny before they take the trip, like, "I need you to just look under all the Oxanas, just just any of them. Just let me know. It hits up in the database. All right, I'll get that search going." Oh, by the way, how's, that, happen by the way how's Elena? <laughs> I thought it was going to happen after she said she was going to hump her ex because I feel like Eve didn't tell the truth. Like, I, I don't know when she speaks to Kenny about the Exana thing, but there's I feel like it's after Elena says she's going to hump her ex because we made her. We, we remarked about. on the fact that Eve totally heard that. Mm-hmm. And instead, when Fred, when Kenny's like, I don't know, should I give Elena a call that she doesn't divulge that? Well, maybe you should call her tomorrow because right now I'm pretty sure she's humping her ex. That might happen for the next two to four, maybe six hours, Kenny. So right. best of luck to you. Poor Kenny. So they get to the safe house. Um, I was about to call that handler Max. That's probably his name. He's showing up Frank around. Dude. Yeah. And he's like, um, you know, this is where the magic happens and going towards the bedroom. You well, know. first of all, that safe house was a joke. That toilet <laughs> looked like it had uh, every deadly disease yes. that could possibly exist over there, including the Black Plague. And then he's like, the magic. First of all, what kind of agent? For like a WITSEC program is like, this is where the magic happens. First of all, there's no magic. He's there in witness protection. What magic? Who's going to bone? Unless he was like, we could bone, Frank. Us, you I and me. I think that he was trying to say, <laughs> I'm I, here. You're, you're a little I'm stressed. here and I have a thing for tall, messy men. Right. Frank, like, you're doing it for me with your brown sauce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm disturbed. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's why he deserved to get stabbed later by Villanelle. But, you know, we'll get there. We'll get there. And uh, Frank is on some bullshit. He starts to, well, he says he's having some sort of anxiety or panic attack. Uh, and Carolyn is just sort of like, oh, I, I know what to do. Because they bombard him with questions. And he's like, I don't, I don't want to answer anything. <laughs> My heart rate. What do I do? Yeah. And, so then uh, if, you're, if you're right of where we are, then Elena definitely already left by this point. Mm-hmm. So then, yeah, she was home. Yeah, she went she, to go home. She went to go, go help her. her ex. She's trying to process all of the almost dying that she did elena seems to use denial and sex and i'm not mad at that to get through her day to day but not (laughs) before telling carolyn that she had a good time that's true (laughs) she was like still crushing you know today was awful it was highly traumatic but hey can we hang out (laughs) later so yeah that works meanwhile frank is out here after he's trying to you know calm down from his panic attack he gets a bosom hold i was so angry at this i was hold. angry at this and, and i, I guess she knew hold. eve was going to be also angry so she's like don't mind don't mind this she's like, like i'm sorry no she was like i'm sorry you have to see this this is, <laughs> this is uh this is bad yeah and it is and it's like i mean it just further sort of brings frank's personality into view and the kind of quite frankly weak man that he is he just doesn't have much of anything not much character not much confidence not much uh, courage <laughs> he's just lacking in all the departments that one could lack in and he's a bosom hold at least it wasn't exactly her bosom it was like the neck thing but, but it was kind of like a mother a mother cradling type of situation it was but it was still too much like I it was, was way too much i was as pissed as eve because eve's putting two and two together she's like we're following the money we know that they're, they're literally after you because of something that you know and something that you've divulged. And you're yeah. over here telling people about these investigations going on. Th- these were hidden and private investigations. You got my partner killed. And now you're over here in my boss's bosom? Right. Actually, yeah, because he lets that drop. They were like, yo, what about Bill? What about this? And he's like, uh, well, I don't think they were trying to go after Bill. He just sort of got in the way. They're like, how did he know he existed? Well, I told them that you had a department. So that is a direct correlation to Frank getting Bill killed. Absolutely. And Eve is, I mean, who would be into that? I mean, it's, it's treason. Right. Yeah, it it's, I mean, it's not just is. it's not just a crime. It's treason. And they all work for the government proper. So that's like, like 
literally the worst crime you can do what outside of terrorism it's just homegrown terrorism and you do treason carla was like you know for someone who doesn't know much you seem to know quite a lot about these uh you know what when the agent dude bald dude agent was talking about magic in the bedroom i think he was talking about the magic of dick removal foreshadowing but mm-hmm. again we'll go back there <laughs> the glam the glamour <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so even her new uh fired uh well, she Angst. goes for a walk. Yeah. Yes. She's like, I need to go for a fucking walk. I'm fucking stressed the fuck out. And Frank is pissing me off with his bosom holds. And she goes to a bus stop. Yes. And while she's at the bus stop, she notices a little crack, a little crack. And it's a, it's a little crack. I mean, there's a crack there, but it's little. She notices it in the glass and she kind of like stares at it for a second. And I feel like this whole scene is another metaphor for Eve's life where we are because she breaks it. She takes her fucking elbow. First of all, Eve, hello. Who takes their elbow and just, let me just see if I can do this. Number one, it's glass. If there's a small fracture, all it takes is one good hit logically for it to for it to shatter and what's interesting about that is that she breaks it and she does it with like a bit of fervor and anger mm-hmm. and then once the shit shatters all over her she's like oh my god right what <laughs> it was like the release she needed which is weird because at the same time her phone was singing so she has like glass in her hair and her sweater she's trying to get it out it's almost like if someone looked when they heard the shatter they would have thought that something else broke the glasses she was next to it right but she was the one who did it like this was her she and got this is, it yeah out. that's what i mean like it feels like a metaphor for her self-sabotaging any type of normalcy or just like non-criminal behavior or tendencies that she had just like not fucking over you know trolling her own husband while they're still married and she's just like you know she creates the chaos she invites the chaos and the sort of like slippery slope of character decisions and then is surprised You know, and, you know, again, foreshadowing how she deals with Villanelle in the final episode where she's all about the business. Like, yeah, I'm gonna do it. And then when she does it, she's like, oh, my God, I did do it. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm freaking out that I crossed this new line. And of course, when she's getting to this awakening, she has to cut her. Uh, her high short because Nico wants to call. She's like, of God. course, Nico like, calls. Like, damn it, of yeah, course he I'm does. Su- supposed to be home. I know. Forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, you but know she's what? full of lies. She's you like, oh, what? I was running for the bus. Um, so, yeah, that's why I'm out of breath. You know, I'll be late. So take the long way home. You know what? And go to Dom. Invite Dom over. He already you know? said Dom was coming around. That's what he said. <laughs> he already. He was like, oh, because she was she. Whatever she responded with, it mentioned Dom. Yeah. And coming around for food or whatever, and that's where she was like, oh, I'm short of breath because you know I was just running for the bus and like, ah, yeah, just I got to do more cardio. And it's like, no, you a whole ass lie, Eve. Once again, sending your marriage down the pit of, of I'm, I'm deceit sure. and despair. And the back of Nico says like, but. You don't run for the bus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was like, you've never <laughs> ran for anything in your life. You'd rather be late. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <He's> like <laughs> oh, Eve. And so, yeah, we're back at, I think, do we go back to the office after that? After she like has her moment um, and then, oh yes. Cause she's holding Bill's baby's blanket. Yes. And she's just thinking about things, missing her friend. Um, and then we have like a kind of a sentimental moment with Kenny. He's like, who, yeah, what does he say? He's like, uh, you should you should still talk to him. But he was he ultimately said that you know he found the blanket, he didn't know what to do. It was downstairs, so he just he folded it like. And a quintessential Kenny awkwardness. And it's it seems like in a moment after that, Eve is maybe trying to segue to a story because it it feels like it implies, and I think we learn you know later through Carolyn that he has dealt with a death recently or a death that in, impacted him intensely for him to feel like he can give this advice to Eve about how to get through it 
I feel like later we find out it's his dad, but you know, we'll reconfirm when we get there. Yeah. So um, he tells Eve that he there he's got a few hits on the Yaksanas and that, you know, he'll give him a second and he'll be able to pull up the entries so that she can see one that may, I don't know, stick out to her or whatever. So she's looking to kind of find the screen to get to the Oh, but she finds results. his little email, his little <laughs> flirt email. I know you want to keep it professional, but Mm. <laughs> and Eve doesn't even blow up a spot. She's just like, oh, professional has two S's, by the way. Just, you know, just in case Elena's one of those people who just cares about spelling, you know, just, mm. just in case she, that's part of her reasoning for not going out with you. I just want to tell you. <laughs> it's two S's. Yeah. And then, you know, the random Oksana, Oksana here, Oksana there. Ooh. And then it's our Oksana. Yeah. Oksana Atsinkova. Yes, that was the name. And she has some bruises, some scratches, probably because she just beat somebody's ass um, or killed someone or both when they took that mugshot. And Kenny's like, hey, but hey there, hold there. Um, This report says that she's, she's dead. dead. Um, so it, it can't be her. But I'd be like, Kenny, you ain't watched La Femme Nikita? <laughs> it could totally be her. He's what like, do you mean? Uh, yeah, we've been here before. Yeah, I know what's happening here. So print that out for me and I'll take that home and I'll do extra research on my own time. Which is what she should do. And oh, they we do see some things like do we see it there that she was in juvie since nine or, or yeah, something since like that. at least eight, record, I think it was yeah. eight or nine. Since yeah, at least eight or nine. So at um, this, and castration. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, but bing. So Eve makes it home. She's got a head start on Nico, who's got to go meet Dom. Oh my God! Why do I don't want to say about that Nico she's again, stressed dude. drinking. I'm not going to say that that's what this is, uh, even though she is, is stressed. That is what she's. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it is, she's stressed drinking because she already knows that she's going home to open the suitcase. She's probably been thinking about it for some time, and this interaction with Villanelle she has just more. brought it all back up. She, she needs more. Remember, she she didn't get her satisfaction when she met up with her in the top of the episode. So now she needs to like be. She's Get inside her head. Yeah, she right. has to be surrounded by villanelle clues and right. just like try to work through her complicated feelings. Yeah, so she vigorously puts on the. Uh, wait, wait, the- wait. First, we have to talk about how she opens that suitcase because yes. she's going through a whole lot of fills <laughs> as she unzips that suitcase. Like, you know, full credit to Sandra O. Oh, that's why Sandra O oh now has a Golden Globe and other things commemorating how great of a thespian she is because those facial expressions as she was going through it, where it was like, it was awe, it was anger, it was like frustration, it was impatience. There were so many things happening on her face. And I mean, even when she starts to undress herself, it's angry undressing. It's, it's like, angry undressing. She's like ripping her own shirt off because she's so annoyed at how much she wants to put on this shit. But I think also annoyed at just like Villanelle's obvious extraness and pretension because when she opened the suitcase, I'm like, who folds that? Like, who put that in there? <laughs> Villanelle, do you fold that that OCD like? Because I don't feel like it judged on your apartment. So, so you gave this suitcase to like the employee and you were like, fold that shit perfect. Put this over here. Put this ribbon over here. I mean, the presentation was immaculate and she can't help but notice the fact that like yo like i mean just from jump like we said from the jump she has never received anything like that in her whole entire life and automatically that's gonna fuck her head up she's gonna be like wow so my best present is from my my my, what the, is she? The person who, uh, you know, killed <laughs> the person my whom I'm currently obsessed. Yeah, the person kind of stalking me right now, but I'm into it. Um, and uh, yeah, so she's trying on the fucking shit. And I mean, garment after garment, she pulls out the shoe. She's like, "What's going on here?" And she pulls out that perfume, that Villanelle perfume. She spritzes it at first. Or she, she pulls out the little tube, it. but she's like. Let me drink it in. Let me drink in the scent. All right, it's in my wrists. It's on my neck. 
um, these shoes? Why do they look? Why does everything fit? I why would actually compare it to to like with her taking a hit of a joint or like weed. Yeah, because the way her facial expression is when she, you know, takes that first deep inhalation of the perfume is like. It's like a high, like she's getting some other sort of rush of endorphins or serotonin. And uh, well, you know, Eve, there's many explanations for why that's happening to you. But she was having a fucking good time. She was in that new dress. Uh, she put that fucking dress on and then she puts her hair down. Yes. When she finally gets dressed, she puts the hair down, she puts the shoe on. And she's like, OK, shoes fit perfectly, of course. We can put the hair down. And then she gets a look at herself in the mirror. and She's like, oh, my God. Like, who is this woman? Who is this am bitch? I? Right. Has she been hiding under my frumpiness all this time? And I love that the music goes up a level to like a little bit of a crescendo when she just sort of like has that realization. And I think it's the actual lyric. There's something about and like right on that beat, she's looking at herself like, oh, shit, bitch, look at you. And uh, she takes in the full image of herself and you can tell she likes it a lot, which is why she got to grab the wine glass after she fills up on her own boobs and ass because she's like, wait a minute, I forgot my boobs look this good. Oh, shit. I don't think I've ever seen my boobs look this good, possibly not since I was 20. And wow, look at my ass. I completely forgot I had this fantastic ass. But apparently Villanelle hasn't forgotten that I have this fantastic <laughs> ass, even though she's never really seen it. How does she have these powers? And so I feel like she was she was freaking the fuck out in her head because she's like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, yeah, she was having a tweet moment like, oh, there goes my shirt. Like, oh, my. <laughs> I, I looked over oh, to no. the left. And then she went I down because, you know, she ran out of some she ran out of her happy juice. So she went down to get some more. She, she took it straight to the head. The rest of that one. Mm-hmm. She, did. And she heard a random uh, the door closed. Well, of course, it was closed loudly on purpose to get her attention. And she's like, oh, oh, Nico's early. After she was looking at the file, <laughs> she was like, let me get some more scissor. Let me get some more wine. Let me check out the file of my bay. See what's going on. See if I can figure out where she is. And here's Villanelle. Literally just she's she knew. And Villanelle sees her, and then Eve's just stuck, like, during the headlines. And no, then I she's feel like, like Villanelle on the first <laughs> sight was like, oh, my God, yes. bitch. Like, that initial thought had to be like, what? Lady boner <laughs> Immediate lady boner. Immediate lady boner. She you said, cannot have she one. She said, don't run. <laughs> she's like, hold up. Let me just get a vision. And she, she was like, let me just drink in this image before you run away. Um, but, of course, Eve, like a normal human, runs because she's afraid. Villanelle can be scary. She's like, uh, I hate to see you go, but I love to watch you leave. <laughs> <laughs> and she runs up the steps oh and she's like, gosh. hang on. I don't want to hurt you. She's banging on the bathroom door. She's in the bathroom like, oh, don't we have anything blunt in this bathroom? Like, okay. Oh. One of the best comedic scenes. I mean, this whole episode is like rife with comedic gems. But that whole scene of just like Eve not even be able to open her child lock window. And like you said, why does she have child lock windows with <laughs> no child? No child. And she can't open the window. Damn, Eve. And then she's looking in the bathroom. She's like, no, not the shampoo. Let me not even try to find something hard under the sink. She grabs a toilet cleaner. Yes. By the time Villanelle breaks into the bathroom, the toilet cleaner is in Villanelle's face. And she's like, what do you, what do you? Yeah. <laughs> she's just like, what the, what the fuck? And I guess it is kind of scary because bacteria, I don't want, you know, right. poopy bacteria on my face. But at I the agree. same time, judging how Villanelle quickly disposes of things when people hold them against her. Like the toilet cleaner made out of plastic is probably the worst thing you could grab, which is perfect because that's so Eve. And she's like, shut up. I don't want to hurt you this time. <laughs> she's uh, OK. Like this is the moment that she was craving for this entire time. That's why she ripped their suitcase open. This is why she's dressed. This is why yeah. she's drunk. And now all of a sudden she's literally it's almost like she literally summoned her like she did put pieces in like a circle and did a but seance. But she wasn't ready. But she wasn't she, ready. She, like she most people who ready. do seances. That's exactly how people use the Ouija. They use the Ouija. They think they're ready. But in every horror film, they're not ready. That Never was Eve. Never ready. Never ready. 
And so Villanelle's like, just just shut up. I don't want to hurt you. She throws her into the bathroom, runs water over her face. Is like, look, stop. I just want to have dinner with you. <laughs> okay. After she waterboards her a it's little bit. Like, like, <laughs> or you said the equivalent of throwing cheese on a child's face. Oh, yeah. She's like, okay, yeah. I heard that part. But you were hurting me because your knee was literally on my shin. And that shit was not fucking comfortable, Villanelle. Um, and that's just a brilliant fucking scene. It really is. Only to be followed by another brilliant scene, which is in the kitchen, which, okay. I Why mean, does she like a wet dog? I was just... I was that beautiful, Jess? I feel like, I mean, we'll get to why Villanelle potentially takes it later, but I feel like it was potentially ruined. It was it was definitely couture. Yeah, I don't it was think in the it was tub, supposed it was to get wet. wet. Right. Villanelle was like, I'm going to take this because it's ruined also, right. but you already wore it, so... I'm, I'm gonna I, take I, that. Right, exactly. She's like, well, you know, you can change into, you know, whatever that fabric is called. <laughs> like, oh, first she asked for some fucking food. <laughs> oh, yeah. She asked for some fucking food because if Villanelle's not hungry because she burns a lot of calories killing people, then is it really Villanelle? She's like, you got food, babe? And she's like, well, I got, uh, you know, Nico's the only one that cooks around here and he's got shepherd's pie. And again, shepherd's pie. Who eats, you know, if a lot of people out there in, in London and, um, you know, different maybe, parts of maybe we Western Europe are we're still eating shepherd's pie i okay all right i guess i mean I'm, it's like the european version of a casserole i was yeah 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 <laughs> it's like actually. a meat pie a meat and potato pie like but I, mean, I feel like that's about as interesting as nico is meat and potato shepherd's pie so it all fits and um you know she goes to heat up the shepherd's pie and villanelle's like thanks but you know she got the shivers because she's wet and that's when Bella and I was like, oh, you know, just, why don't you just grab something from your little nook in your kitchen, this little nook of clothes. She's like, I won't look. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Mm. Yeah, sure. Sure, Bella now. She looks. Oh, oh. She oh. looks immediately. I don't even think there's a beat before, <laughs> like, because Eve rises up and she's just looking the entire time. Yes. Like, I won't look. But here I am staring at you. And so she reaches up for a thing and, you know, Villanelle notices and anticipates. It's maybe about five to a, seven seconds. It's a woman <laughs> with a she full zipped in the back. Yeah. Let me just help her unzip this and I don't know, possibly, I don't know, just help her get these straps over her shoulders. Yeah, he freezes up because she's like, this bitch is right behind me. Down. And I mean, and I'm sure her hands feel, the touch of her hands Feeling silky smooth, the color of cafe au lait, you know. Wait, like, wait, what? <laughs> what? Wait, whose hands are silky smooth? Villanelle's? Yeah. Well, she and, definitely still moisturizes even after she kills. And so I'm, I would believe that. I would then, believe that. Did she kiss her lower back? She was down there a long time. I don't care what everybody I says. I don't think she did. I think, I think, well, what I'm hoping for here is, and I remember reading in one of these articles, I have to find it later, that they were talking about um, Phoebe and like the people they were talking about shooting that scene and that they had played it a couple times a little bit more aggressive like Villanelle was being more obviously aggressive uh, with her attraction but they felt like it was better for the tension to like scale it back a bit but, yeah. but I agree and I mean I, I think I think Villanelle cares about consent and if she does agree. if she cares about consent it's maybe just with women like maybe she would just slap a dude or grab his dick out his pants I don't fucking know but I feel like with women she's like like she definitely can cross the creep factor, but it's kind of like we were saying before about context because because of the context of the patriarchy and shitty life that it's not going to be perceived the same if a woman shows the same kind of aggressive attention towards a man, regardless of whether or not you think that attention is problematic or toxic or not. Like it just can't be interpreted the same way because society is like, you know, different. 
Oh, and see, so I don't that's, know. that's like that smack my bitch up thing that we was watching exactly. earlier. Yeah. And so, and also it's further complicated by the fact that we know Eve is into this bitch. And so like, mm-hmm. yeah, Villanelle is crossing lines and she's been real. Like she's, look, like she said, I'm not going to look. Here I am. I'm looking. She's oh, like, let me, where? let me address you. Which, which, which. Right. Here's what we also have to talk about. So in the span of a day, they right? Got, in the span of a day, Villanelle has run over her ex. She has met face to face with her crush twice. Yes. She's dressed her crush. Yes. And undressed her crush. Yes. What? <laughs> I mean, it's good. She was like, my, I didn't think my plan was going to go this well. I didn't think it was going to happen this fast. Like, let's, she's like, let's talk. Let's talk card limits. Let, like, <laughs> let's make, like what's what's on the table. Like what, what's, what, can, what can and, we and do? What's, and what's for sure off oh the table? My gosh. Like, and Villanelle's got so much swag because even as she's there crossing lines, I don't know how many people have the confidence to be like, "You have a really nice body." Mm-hmm. Just just in case you couldn't tell from my interest in the visuals, I just want to confirm to you verbally that this is what I think. I think you have a great body and. Again, Eve is just like, oh, she doesn't say anything. She's just like, <laughs> I think she had the tingles. Yeah, I, think I think she, she was, had, she was right. like, this is some real fucked up shit. I need to get out of this because this is danger zone. This is, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what's happening. But I think it's the same. I don't know what I'm doing as like that woman who was on the tour group. Oh my God. <laughs> what are we doing? Oh my I God. can't. I fucking can't. Oh, my husband's not expecting me for another two hours. So Villanelle, you know, sizes Eve's body up with her eyes. She's like, well, damn, babe. And then they go sit down to eat. And Eve is just like, I can't. She tries to get the knife. Oh, that Remember was she's so over there cute. By the dish? That was cute. She really thought. She's like, oh, be careful with that when you sit. She's like, oh, shit. You saw that shit? Oh, okay. <laughs> and but Villanelle's like, I mean, you could keep it, though. Like, if it makes you feel okay, it makes you feel better. Like, you can keep it. And she does, but then she gets rid of it when she goes to sit down mm-hmm. because she would have been stabbed in her nethers if she did not take it out. And no, we don't want that. At least not before they hook up anyways. Um, so they sit down and Eve serves the food like a good little hostess. Although I did notice she did not have any shepherd's yeah, pie. And I think she eat. already knows she, she dislikes Nico shepherd's pie. I think Nico made the shepherd pie for Dom, his best friend. I believe that too, which means around. they may be the real couple in that relationship. <laughs> but that is not oh, a hint no. of that. We will learn more in season we'll two. About Nico, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know who's not been in the trailers? Actually, Nico. I have not seen Nico. We've not seen his fucking face. We've heard his name potentially, but I'm pretty sure we've not seen his stash, his mustache, which Villanelle compliments. She's like, oh, who made this? Your man? He got a nice mustache, I guess. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, you know what my man looks like? Oh, right. You're, right, no, that's her. That's, really good that's her passive aggressive threat. <laughs> yeah, she's like, by the way, I do know what your man looks like. I synced him. Maybe I tailed him earlier today. You have no idea what I was doing. Right. It's a shame about that accident. <laughs> like, 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 oh my God. Especially, actually, that's interesting because she gets to Eve's later. Like Eve is able to go to the safe house and do other things yes. before she gets home. Yes. And what was Villanelle doing all that time? Right. Mm. Mm. Right. Mm. Exactly. So Inquiring minds. She's um, trying to tell Villanelle that, you know, she, I, 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 I know things about you because, <laughs> you know, Villanelle's trying to tell a story. Oh, you got to help me get out of this. You know, they make me kill. Um, they don't tell me why. Oh, yeah, no. They do it. I'm, Eva's like, I'm what the so fuck are you alone here and for? Afraid. And she's spinning bullshit. Eva's like, why are you here? Now, I know you're not just here to eat shepherd's pie. And she starts to spin her bullshit. Yes, you know, I'm so scared. Like, I, they're forcing me to do things. Eve, I need your help. Eve, I don't want to be doing this. I don't want to be murdering people. Even though I literally watch the life drain from their eyes with glee every time. No, Eve, no. You have to save me. 
Yes, like every man who has been in your position, you have to believe <laughs> what I'm saying yes, right now. Yes. And lower your defenses. And of course, Eve brilliantly. She's like, bullshit. She's like, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Yo. sure. I mean, and it's it's played excellently by Jody because immediately her countenance shifts and she's like, oh, I see. I'm dealing with a clever bitch. Oh, is that and so? She's like, mm-hmm. oh. Oksana. She's like, <laughs> wow, you, she's like, you okay. seem really proud of yourself. And I was like, <laughs> oh, oh. And got to be salty. She got your first name because you definitely did not know that she had your first name. But way to play it off, Villanelle, that she didn't get you. He's like, look, I have your records from when you were in jail. And she's like, oh, so, so what else do you know about me? I feel like this I, is also Eve showing she's a rookie a little bit. Who the fuck does that? Who has the criminal in the sights and it's just like, here's all my information. Here is it. Here's what I think. Here's what I know. Like, who just shows their hand and she's like, like Eve does? What else do you know? And then what else? She's what, like, what? you're you're amazing. You're spectacular. Right, exactly. It's you're like, extraordinary. Like, like, you're like, really uh, smart. She's like, uh, she's like, yeah, what else? She's like, oh, you know, dude. You're a psychopath. <laughs> she said, mm, well, You really shouldn't tell a psychopath that they're a psychopath. It makes them upset. And she's I like, would agree with that. Are you upset? She's like, mm, mm. Mm-hmm. I think that was a yes. That was a complete honest uh, answer. Like, she was being her trademark, um, you know, petty, witty, smart ass self. But I think she actually was like, I don't like when people call me a psychopath because, as we will further learn when we end up in Russia with Anna, is that she did that same shit. I mean, that she went off on Villanelle and hurt her feels by calling her a psychopath, even though she kind of pushed her in the direction of killing her husband. But again, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. And so, you know, Eve is like, well, you're a dick. And I don't believe anything you just said. And she was like, well, that's cute that you don't believe me. So, 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 what, so, so tell me, tell me, you know about me? You know about me? What do you know? And I think this is also where kind of like Eve shows that she doesn't quite fully understand Villanelle yet because she's assuming that a woman needs this horror show, probably from a man, some sort of abuse or attack or whatever to justify this extreme violence we see from Villanelle. Right. She's like, yeah, according to the file, um, why dismemberment? Like, what did he, what did he do? Yo, <laughs> enter, enter, quite possibly, I do believe my favorite line of the season um where she's trying to like villanelle, villanelle is just like okay I, i'll tell you what you want to know i'll tell you why i did this horrible thing but you gotta tell me something first and eve is basically like like she's in it for that second like she got eve for a second she's like yeah yeah anything just like what and she's like um so is that shirt <laughs> connected to that sweater like are they two pieces that, are they one piece well, if you watch the way it's cut it's cut like into four different takes it looks like they broke character every single time she delivered that line so i mean it's hilarious (laughs) and i would just like to say that and this is a true story that upon my original viewing of this spectacular show live that just prior to villanelle saying that i observed sandra o putting on that one piece two piece and i said to myself and my my friend, why? What is? You know, I hate these. And I just, I sort of said it was Old Navy because that's just what they I do say. That. They definitely do. They that, said Old though. Navy, and that's what I say when, like, I think of things like that because there was a specific time I remember where my mom was like, you know, I was in high school. She's like, oh, you need this, you need this business thing for this fucking key club shit. And she got me one of those one of those contraptions, and two I hated and it one. so. Yeah, two <laughs> one. And it was two and one, and I hated it, and so I I've hated them ever since because I just don't understand 
I don't understand why. Like, why not just two? What if you get hot? Right. Right. And so I was having my own internal dialogue about, gosh, I hate these fashions. Is that one piece? Why is this happening? Of course, it's in her kitchen. Nico probably bought it. The fucking asshole. Yep. And then we actually have Villanelle and Phoebe. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Hi there. If you're listening to this, thank you so much. Hey. She wrote a book. She wrote a book. It was brilliant. I nearly choked on that initial watching because I was laughing so fucking hard. I had to rewind and rehear, rehear lines because I couldn't believe that the comedy synergy was so on point. Like, honestly. And Sandra, oh, even in the scene they kept, like, she got a mild smirk. She's trying to keep it together. Like, mm-hmm. Jody, why are you so good at delivering your lines? <laughs> like, what is, what the fuck? <sighs> Again, another, another symbol of her marriage, quite frankly. Yeah. And uh, if you like to wear a sweater, Shirt combos. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> and then uh, your face. You're like, I'm not dying. Don't wear them. During this uh, divulging of information, Villanelle decides to go for Eve's hand, which makes her other hand really, really jittery, and it starts to go for that well, knife that's on the table. That's because that's because <laughs> she's out here fucking around, and so Eve is like, oh, so you're not gonna give me no information? Like, I thought you were going to tell me that you were raped or that you were attacked, but you're out here trolling me on my fashion. And how dare you? How dare you troll me on my fashion? I already troll myself on a daily basis about my fashion. But this year I can do it. And then she's like, why Bill? And then she she responds because he was getting in the way, essentially. Like he was, you know, he was in the way, bitch. He was slowing you down. I believe that's the word, the phrase she uses, that he was slowing you down. And that's when she goes for the knife because she's like, "Ooh, I'm so sick of you. I'm so sick of your little smart ass little lines. I'm sick of you like playing games because I think she can recognize the fact that at least in that moment, she's not going to get any. I'm not going to say real honesty because I feel like Villanelle was being honest. She but was. But... She's not going to get like that, that, that intense, maybe all bullshit aside that she looks right. for when she disarms yeah. Villanelle completely in the final episode. Yeah. And Villanelle was still on her fuck shit. So this next scene plays out almost like one of those introductory episodes to like some anime where it's like the novice character who will be the hero at the end. But so he, she tries to make a stand with this knife against this professional killer who can easily disarm her and who, who pretty much does just that. She gets her up and they, they switch places really quickly. She's like, um, do you not understand I mean, that? that was I nice. could kill that was you mess. whenever I want. <laughs> like when whenever I want, like you can be dead. You just... Oh, yeah, that's what Eva said. She'd asked about castration when she mentioned the sweater thing. Um, and, yeah, so Villanelle's still playing games. She's not really interested in, like, leveling up the information just yet with with Eve. And like you said, it was a total shit show, kind of like Frank with the chair later. It's that you out here trying to trying to outwit. And, and Villanelle warns her. She goes for the knife after the line about Bill. And, you know, Villanelle's like, hey, girl, don't do that. Right. Don't right. do that. And Eva's like, whatever, I'm mad. And probably like her trying to break the glass again. But of course it goes wrong. Right. Eve uh, gets pinned up against the fridge. Yes. And Villanelle's like, girl, what I said. And she got the knife right in her chest. And then then it gets into the innuendo. I and love this. It is. Because I don't know she, if it's sweat and pheromones or what, but she gets close and she takes like, a little whiff. She's like, well, that's that's before. That's after she says it hurts more if I push it in through slowly. And it's yeah. like, what? <laughs> like, we already know. We already know that you're into murder and that murder definitely probably at some points turned you on and sends you to like want to go have an after after work fuck or after work shopping spree. But honestly like i just i feel like that's where the double entendres were coming in like what like this tension this physical tension this sexual tension this everything that's happening and th- these are the words coming out of your now na- your mouth Villanelle? i mean are we about to get a wakowski scene that's about to happen <laughs> like i was just i was ready for anything i'm like bbc 
Yeah, I mean, she pulls cook. that fucking knife. Then she's making lines about it. You know, I can I push this in. <laughs> it's going to hurt slower. And then I feel like she already had the, she's like, I'm standing real close to you all of a sudden. I, I have a, hmm, let me lean in. Let me lean in deep and take a, a full whiff. And I feel like that was shot excellently as well because yes. I know many people on the first viewings felt like, oh, is she going to kiss Eve? Is she going to kiss her on the neck? What's going on? What's, oh my God, are we going here? And I think it's more sensual that she goes for the sniff because, yes. well, it is. And she takes a deep sniff and Eve is a little shook before Villanelle comes back to look her in the eye. She's like, oh my God, like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? <laughs> and I love Villanelle's face when she pulls back because it has got to be one of the most cockiest expressions <laughs> I've ever seen on the television screen. The self-satisfaction she felt in that moment to be like, wait, let me get this straight. Are you wearing it? <laughs> Yo. Like, you, oh my God. You, you realize you smell like me, right? Like, <laughs> she's like, you smell like me. And is that because you want to be close to me? Like, it's just like for all the posturing, you know, Eve was trying to do like, oh, it's about the case. It's about the ca- castration. Like it's, oh, I just, you know, Frank, no, no. it's kind of about you and what yep. you feel like you need to know and understand about Villanelle. And yep. you were completely in her wares, her shoes that she bought you, the dress she bought you, the perfume with the hair down, like you apparently don't do normally. And, um, sipping on that scissor she was drunk and so she was completely out of sorts at that moment villanelle had all the fucking power all the power which is why i think sandra osha has to be like well you know i'm gonna i'm gonna find whatever it is you love and i'm gonna kill it which again kudos to her acting skills because in a half a second when the door opens up and you hear Nico coming in, she's like, oh, forget it. Forget uh, it. Um, I, changed my, I was uh, playing. I, you know what? Something's <laughs> wrong with me. Something's wrong with me. I keep saying shit out of my mouth that I don't mean Villanelle. I'm sorry. 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 Please don't kill my husband. And of course, Villanelle's like, mm-hmm, look at you. And she's like, give me the, give me the password for this phone. Which, uh, wow. The best, the best detective, the best, <laughs> Yo, the best secret MI6, agent ever. Best MI6 agent password ever, you guys. My password is password with a zero for the O. <laughs> She's like, one, two, three, four. And Bill and I was like, oh, I'm, I guess I should have just tried that knowing <laughs> you. But, you know, I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. Oh, And uh, she pieces out. Nico and Dom are home to have shepherd's pie, but it's gone. Yeah, but she doesn't like <laughs> climb out of the window. No, 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 no. <laughs> she grabs her dress. She's like, I'm going to take this. Thank you. It smells like you. I might do something on the way to kill Frank. I don't know. Um, and she says goodbye to uh, Dom and, and, and Nico, kind of. But she's like, Eve, that have, was delicious. Yes. <laughs> like, what a fucking cunt. She's amazing. She's, mm. she, she's so over the top. And even Eve is like, wow, she's calling out goodbye. She's calling, like, yo. And then she tries to save face when Nico, literally tears streaming down her face. Yeah, she's she's like, a fucking mess. She's like, oh, it was, what, what were they doing? Watching rugby? Oh, it was the game. Was it? Who won? <laughs> and they're like, um, I feel, I'm getting the feeling that I just walked into something. I'm not sure, but I'm getting the feeling. And uh, I feel like when Villanelle leaves the, the crib, with the dress that she's in a particular state of mind. No, I agree I feel like that she's all messed up and she's like you know what I have to keep my obligations because I'm a I'm a professional I have a career I've got to kill these people but I really wish I could just go to my bunk or go back to Eve's because I'm unfinished I'm I'm right. not this hasn't we need more time exactly she definitely leaves that situation Villanelle is not satisfied her their time was cut short 
She should have. <laughs> she should. It was cut short because of Nico's ass yet again. Think about how more, how longer the conversation could have gone if Nico hadn't. I mean, I think she would have pushed Eve a little further to be like, "Really? What are you gonna do to me?" I would have said she should have cut Nico's brake lines, but I feel like oh Nico God. doesn't drive. He probably took the metro, which was very annoying for Villanelle. Nico's Ugh. environment conscious. Yeah, it's the one good trait about I'm, him. Right. Ugh. Oh my gosh! And so, like, I feel like her state of mind also. Um, contributes to like how she is when she gets to the, to the safe house to deal with Frank. Oh yeah! And from that point, Eve goes to Carolyn's house to be like, "Oh my god, oh my god, who's throwing a day party?" Because you know she has to keep up appearances <laughs> that she's just this woman who has a day job that with has a, a real house. life, right? Yeah, big ass kitchen. And so she's there. She's she's still wet. Like it's not <laughs> it's not raining she's, outside. No, she <laughs> she has not even bothered to dry herself. And she goes over there because I guess authentically and appropriately, she's worried about Frank not as a person, but as her as her lead. She's like, my lead is is been compromised. She has my phone. She knows where Frank is because it's in my phone where he is. And Carolyn's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that is Kenny. He's my son. Look, we don't have time for, to deal with your feelings about it. <laughs> so we'll get back to it. But let's just go. And Kenny's like, yeah, because I got to make pudding, essentially. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, Kenny. And so they run off back to the house, the safe house. And we were happy to see that um, our super friendly agent who wanted to have sexy times in the room was still alive. Injured, but alive. Maybe Villanelle liked him. She was like, well, you can live. Yeah, I appreciate that. To see a man of color in the way of a mass murderer get spared. And actually get spared. Yeah. Why do we think she did that? I mean, he wasn't the target. But, But neither were the people in the hospital. That's true. That's interesting, isn't but it? But I think that was her literally getting some frustration out because she was told literally make it look like an accident, and she's like, true. "Oh, and she I, got I, I got your problem. <laughs> she got your accident right here." And so, yeah, she gets up in there, and it's immediately funny, of course, from the jump because she rises out from the or rises up from the ground like a Hitchcock film and appears in the mirror, mm. and Frank, you know, screams, and she's like a squealer, aw. <laughs> It did wait. Uh, he says, I have money. She said, I have money. I have children. I, I don't, She's like, I don't want your damn children. children. I don't want your fucking children. He's like, no, no, no. I meant, like, I have children. <laughs> She's like, oh, this will this, be a bonding moment for them. They can bond over the fact that you're fucking dead. He's like, oh, so I guess that's not the empathy I was looking for, but okay. Okay. And, uh, Oh yeah, he doesn't. She's 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 basically like, okay, so I'm gonna kill you, and it's gonna be pretty chill. But the aftermath of of what I'm gonna do to your body when you're dead is gonna be not chill. It's gonna be pretty fucked up. Just so you know. Right. And he's like, wait, wait. And she's like, oh, why are you delaying me? Oh, is it because you're afraid of what might happen to your soul when you die? So let me tell you all about that. See, a lot of people think that in your final moments, your soul leaves the body, but it's more like. And she really references like the sunken place. It yeah. just sort of just shrinks in. Oh, that is the actual visual that she provides the sunken place because she's like your soul or personality or whatever just gets deep, 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 deep down inside your body until it's so fucking small it can't control your body. Like if that's not a nightmare, I don't know what is. And that's, this is the information she gives Frank before she kills him. And she's like, I probably might know something because I've killed a lot of people. I don't know about you, Frank, but I've killed a lot of people. I just want to tell you my observations, my scientific hypothesis based on all the eyes I've watched the life drain from. It's that it doesn't actually leave your body. It goes further in. Okay. And you're stuck so, there forever. So she's now like, you feel better. All right. It's time to like, die. <laughs> he's like, wait, wait. Um, Could you kill me in the bedroom, please? I don't. I just, you know, just something about the bedroom. And she said, well, I have a thing for bathrooms. <laughs> and we know why that is. Uh, but she ultimately complies because he's begging. He's pleading for his life, this is, I'm sure, is annoying to her. She's like, great. 
But he also doesn't even make a move when she's following behind him. Like he doesn't even try. He's got zero courage, zero courage. Mm-hmm. Because that that to me made more sense than the the chair. Like yeah. you're stepping two forwards, you know, two steps forward to grab the chair, then try to turn around. She's already making a move to stop you, which she did. If you try to get an elbow, you're tall. Use one of them long, lanky legs. Like try to kick her, right. get something going. Alert. I don't know. Like, is there a button? I don't know. But he was just a loser, and he he grabs a chair, and of course, Villanelle's like, "What the fuck?" Takes the chair, slaps him. And tells him not to get her excited inside of three seconds, I feel like. It happened real fast. And then he's I'm sorry, sorry, man. Oh. <laughs> oh, when he was on the bathroom floor and she's like, um, but first I'm going to have sex with you. Now, this is a nod because we know how we find him. When she told him I would have sex with you, she said, oh, I'm just kidding. But then she told him, uh. Oh, yeah. I think I, that I was also her sexual frustration yes. in the bathroom where Frank was like, what are you going to do? And she's like, I'm going to use it for sex. And he was like, oh, wait. Oh, hmm. let me really and <laughs> she was like no bitch i'm joking there's only one person i want to use for sex right now and it's not you and if i am going to use someone for sex it's going to be a template <laughs> and think Eve. Of, right and think of Curly how Eve found the body the body was in her dress in her dress and chances are there were some extra oh Lewinsky-ish my god i can't even stains. i fucking can't and i feel like she was trying to prove to a bitch that it's really not about the trauma right I mean, and as we get into the next episodes and we try to analyze like why she, you know, what led her to the killing of, of Anna's husband is that I just I think that's maybe what she was trying to get across. Like, hey, you're trying to look for like this deep motivating thing that led to me castrating her husband's dick. But it was really actual, actually quite literal. Yeah. I just did it because I felt like that's what I need to do. And there's no deep mystery there. And you need to stop looking for it because that's typical. And I'm not a typical bitch. And look, I just left you this note. So MI6's <laughs> version of SWAT is there on the scene. Um, I mean, I don't know who they're looking for. Villanelle's long gone. They're like, well, you know. Yeah, who are they looking right, for? Like, get forensics. There's DNA. I mean, I'm sure of it or something. And meanwhile, after we see Frank and we know that Frank's lost his. Uh, yeah, and we have that scene with even Carolyn. We see Villanelle frying, <laughs> frying, frying sausages back in Paris. She's frying sausages she's you know and like we said we think there's a similar scene like that in game of thrones after theon Greyjoy's penis is removed yes aggressively confiscated (laughs) and there's a scene confiscated and you see sausage frying and i'm like okay well you know i'm sure that harms the meninist so i'm into it and constantine's like okay so explain this to me again um so oh yeah he's like so he's like yeah because obviously villanelle just got the fuck back and nothing went the way it was supposed to go literally nothing connected to the mission went right it all went left and of course constantine's like hey bitch like um i'm checking the the margins of the notes on this last mission and things are looking really weird and she comes up with her fucking story of like oh i don't you know just the 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 partners you sent me with the guy he was just kind of wild you know just trying to kill me and stuff and i had to defend myself with my boobs and use them to distract him and he somehow ended up dead but that was after he rolled over the nadia of course it wasn't me it was him he's like oh cool story bro funny thing is nadia's still alive and um so let's, she's in Russia. Right. So <laughs> so let's hope that uh, she... She remembers the story remembers, the same way you do. Yeah. And of course, Villanelle's like, uh, fuck. And he's like, yeah, I already know. I already know you're lying. So you're going to have to go to Russia and deal with it. And this is obviously an issue for Villanelle. She does not want to go. She's like, I, I, why? Why though? And, you know, hey, her history is in Russia. Her home is Russia. Uh, she got baggage there. And immediately she's like, well, what about Anna? 
What about it? And actually, let's go back to what we said about statutory rape. Clearly, Anna left an indelible impression. Let's remove the fact that Villanelle has murderish tendencies. That's what it is. But like the emotional resonance of Anna, I think is 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 what's something to observe when we go forward because she obviously loved her or, you know, had a capacity for deep concern and care and had her heart broken because I guess, I mean, apart from the, the statutory rape, she didn't really get her. If she did, she might have known that if she was like, the only reason I'm with my man is because I got a dick, that Villanelle just might chop it off to be like, oh, is that the only reason? Boom. Literally, this is me solving your problem. Oh, wait, what? Now you're calling me crazy. Especially at that age, she would have been what? 17, 16, 15, do they say? I feel like she was younger. Younger? Like younger than 15? I think the Villanelle started uh, Please don't really let it be early. any younger than 14. We're going to have to look into that. And get back to you guys, but I just don't, I can't have it be younger than 14. And just because, because then I'm going to be like, and Anna, I'm glad you killed yourself at the end of the series because what the fuck were you doing? Right. I mean, I'm pretty sure she was the aggressor in a relationship. She was the one who had the age of consent on her side and still pursued a, a young girl. Regardless well, because of how she wasn't honest about it, was. and we can't possibly know what that was like because she definitely lied to Eve about it. Yeah. And what we do know is like if there was any conjecture, you know, when we when Eve initially has her interaction with Anna, and Anna's like, oh, I, I, I mean, it's, no, I never, I never, I never, I never let her on, and yet she got a box of like eighty five thousand letters, and Eve is like, that's a lot of letters, B. I don't, I don't know who keeps these kinds of letters for people they're not into, and so I feel like she's we'll never know the truth, but we got. We got hints when she was like, oh, I remember when we fucked in that chair. And the little girl's like, oh, great. This is this is going to suck. But uh-huh. I'm here in this like lovers faux fake or just past lovers quarrel. So I don't know. It's it's weird. It's weird. But de- but Anna definitely was on some fuck shit. No, yeah, she, she was, was on her fucking. What was that teacher in the 90s? That's love her, her student. She went to jail. There were, there were a few of them. Oh, unfortunately. man. And, and the, those stories you know what I'm talking about. She had the baby yeah, by him. She had the baby. It was gross. It was it Mary. Something? And then Andy Samberg Mary did the Latorno, movie right? with Adam Sandler as the father. And Wait, what? They did the movie of it with the kid having the kid. The, the, yeah, they definitely did a movie based on it. It was Adam Sandler's movie. And Andy Samberg played his son. What? Where the teacher kept the baby that the junior high school kid had. I was right. It was Mary Mary Kay Latorno. Yeah. Thanks, memory. Yeah, her. And so, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Flailing in the wind. But, you know, when she killed Frank, Frank decided to give her a little nugget of info, hoping that it would delay his death. I mean, it didn't. Involving the matters of the 12, you know, the information that... uh. Carolyn got that Eve got and so Villanelle decided to ask uh Constantine which number he is well I mean um, yeah and this is I mean obviously further egged on by the fact that she had this previous conversation earlier in the evening with Eve who Eve is like yo what are you doing this for and she's like no answer mm-hmm. and then she's like and no, Eve is like oh so you don't know who you work for and she's like bitch do you She's like, yeah, but do you? Yeah, but do you? But do you? And so it's clearly, you know, we're working for the same people. I don't think Villanelle actually thought about it until Until Eve posed the question to be like, and she's like, well, I guess if I, if I were to work for anyone, it's probably the same person you work for because you have no idea what I'm up to. I have no idea what I'm up to, but I know that it goes high up and you can't get away with these types of things unless there's government complicity somewhere along the game. Because who gets to murder and just walk around a couture all day? You know what I'm saying? Unless you have the inside job, people on the take, people are involved, people are doing things they're not supposed to be doing. 
And so, yeah, Villanelle, for the first time in probably two years or ever since she started working for the 12, has finally asked a question, as she does at the end of this episode to Constantine, where she's like, so um, I know you're concerned about Nadia, but I'm concerned with the 12. What's that? How long you been? What number are you? He was like, oh, oh dear. dear. <laughs> he was like, well, it's been fun knowing you. It looks like we will be mortal enemies following this. I need to get you in that Russian jail so I have time to plot what I'm going to do while you're out of my sights. Uh, and I feel like that's what happens in the in the next episodes is that he just like. He that's what he does. He betrays. I mean, literally he betrays what he does, yeah. he's literally what he does. He betrays Villanelle. He's not a ride or die. And he's like, I'm ride or die when you die. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can't ride or die when you die. I mean, holy shit. And so I that's essentially that's essentially how the episode ends with like this foreshadowing to Villanelle heading back to her hometown, home country, and probably confronting some things she doesn't want to confront. Her past. Her past and by that, maybe we mean lack of control, lack of power, certainly lack of fashions and couture and money and agency. And so I just think in general, she's not trying to go back there. Yeah. And also heartbreak, because regardless of how Villanelle handles things, like Anna didn't have to go as hard as she went, considering she was in a sexual relationship with this child. And it's like, so now you're going to blame the child for having unhinged behavior when on the cusp, you're the adult in the situation, but whatever. So, yeah, that's how it ends. Thank you for riding this ride with us. Season one, episode five. We tried to warn you that it was going to be a big, big deal. I hope you got your feels out and got to express some of your thoughts. Be sure to hit us up on our social medias if you think there's something we may have missed. We told you this episode was heavy last week. Do you have so. other theories? Do you have other... Well, I guess theories really covers it. Other ideas? Like, do you have different thoughts on potentially what was going through Villanelle's mind or Eve's mind in this tumultuous, juicy episode that we were blessed with? Did Elena lie about banging her ex? And did she really just did try she to really snuggle Kimmy? Ex- <laughs> Wait, you think she's Kimmy oh, the one that she wants? Do you think she was lying? No, she definitely was. was I mean, humping her are you going to tell the woman you know why that she was you would love ex? to work for that you want to bone her son? <laughs> but she didn't know it was the son at that time. No, she doesn't right? know. So she wouldn't say it. So I think she was actually humping the ex because it's easy to hump an ex. It you know what I mean? Easy. Like you don't like it's 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 territory. You've been there before. You're not adding a new number to your list. You're just like we're revisiting the past we're, we're maybe maybe going through our greatest hits or maybe not the greatest hits but some hits and so i feel like that's what lena that's a, that's an old faithful she knows she can call that ex and just hump and cry and not have to explain herself where with kenny she might have to do some actual work and who wants to do that when you're just trying to like let it all go and fly and be like you know i, I had a really bad day i had a really bad day and i would just like it for it to be over and um by distracting myself with sexual activities I feel like this is the best way forward. Yeah. And given how that's how everyone gets through it, except apparently Eve, actually, because Villanelle processes things through sex. Sometimes we know Elena does. I'm sure Carolyn does. I mean, she's a G, you know, and we saw how she got down with Constantine so fast Mm -hmm. uh, in future episodes. So I think the only person not using and we know Bill when he was alive, he was definitely doing it. Maybe but not think, with his wife, but I think just, they know each other, though. I think that remember they are long-standing agents. I'm sure the Twelve is not a brand new organization, <laughs> so they've had trysts with each other. Oh, you mean Constantine? A, Constantine and well, yeah, because uh, yeah. we find out that they 
I mean, we, that's the whole thing is that he was the informant, right? Like when we get to the episode, he was the the Russian informant that helped you like save the world one of those times. And of course, they were schmanging in the 70s. And hey, it's the free love. I guess that, that, that's what people said about the 70s. So I'm sure they did a lot during those times being spies in the 70s in Europe doing whatever. Um, I feel like Carolyn got a whole last pass and I'm still, I mean, I know we're not there yet, but I'm, I'm still sort of like crossed in the middle as to what Carolyn knows and doesn't know. Like how truthful is she being? Because when you're that intense of a spook, like you're just like your spyness is just so beyond you're in some upper echelon of MI6. Come on. I mean, if she's a true agent of global destabilization, then they're probably waiting <laughs> for Villanelle to do the one job that will ultimately tip the scales. So she's mm. like knocking at like anklets and kneecaps of things like these people are vital, but, you know, they're not so vital. So right, until right, like right. it's a high mark opponent, then they'll probably go global with some, but not all of the details and say that's government versus government and make it a an arms race uh, or like a world war. But for now, it's just, you know, a girl and her feelings. And, you know, she understands needing to murder somebody every now and again. So she's like, mm -hmm, this mm -hmm. isn't a big enough, it's not a big enough deal to get governments involved. We just have to infiltrate and, you know, get you some clearance where we can. And, you know, let's minimize the, mm -hmm, <laughs> minimize mm -hmm. the damage. At mm -hmm. least that's how I see it. And how I'm reading Carolyn for how Villanella is sort of acting out. Because I think that Carolyn has a good profile on Villanelle. Yes. I'd also like to call out all the haters online. Because when we were <laughs> looking at reviews and things for this particular episode, I don't know that I found, and I don't know how extensive my search was, so if you know of a reviewer that didn't have a stick up their bootay, please let us know. Because nearly all of the reviews were like A minus, A minus, A minus. Like, not even just a solid A, forget an A plus. And I'm just trying to figure out, in the spectrum of Killing Eve episodes, listeners and others, what do you like where like where do you rank the best episode? And what is the what is the spectrum? What's what's the barometer here that we're using? If if episode five isn't among the best, along with potentially episode eight, like what are we talking about? Maybe they're like, you know, this episode would have been a solid A, but then you know Nico called or Nico showed well, up on screen thing. with his mustache and his uh but I think that's part of the issue is that like there's two types of watchers. There's like the types of watchers that are hetero mm -hmm. and they cannot see like the shades of the rainbow um, of what's happening in the it. show. And then there's other people who can who are largely queer. And so I feel like like I was just looking at this one article and in the comments um, for a review. What is this fan cited on the article? Someone is like. I mean, they did a review and they mentioned the sexual tension, which if you were missing it, if you somehow <laughs> if you somehow missed the sexual tension, if you missed in those early episodes when Villanelle was literally banging bitches who look just like Eve and was like, I'm going to call you Eve. When she literally said in that other episode, I'm going to call you Eve. Come find me. I'm stealing her clothes. Put it on. If you did not get that some of that tension was sexual, then. I feel sorry for feel your sorry bedroom. For you. I feel sorry for whoever you. Could I feel be sorry for Ryan with. Kelly, who commented, who told this writer, who summed it up and appropriately was like, "Hey, there was sexual tension between these two women." She was like, "Please don't start with the lesbian thing. So typical from a show that is not at all typical." What does that so, mean, Terrence? Is it typical or is it not? Like, did you just want to spout words out and be seen somewhere? What does it all mean? <sighs> Someone help me. I I can't. You can't help me. And it's because it's insanity. I don't understand the lesbian thing. And the whole thing is, it's like, how 
have I been somewhere? Have I missed all the the lesbian stories or yeah, I must bisexual, pansexual woman stories? Time, I'm just trying to figure stories? out where was where where is it? What? Like, Where was it? Are you over inundated with lesbian stories? Is it like, is it just happening oh, all the time? It's the lesbian thing is again. It? Like, oh, wait, oh, no. can I have your Hold search on. history? Like, I need to know. Can I get the list? Right, I need the list. Can we I w- also be? I on want that? to be well versed, and I want to be exhausted with lesbian uh, uh, plethora of a lesbian plethora, entertainment. A plethora of content. I would yes. like to know what that plethora of content, the cacophony of lesbian IP. I Where want, is it? Right. I want the energy of it's been done so <laughs> many times. You I know, I'm energy. trying to get there too. I'm trying to get there too. I'm trying to be blase and fucking jaded. Right. About like, right. I want to see two women kiss in front of me as I'm headed home from like, the studio. Oh, please. Be like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> get over yourself, yeah. ladies. Like, I'm just trying to find out where that is at because what, one of the most pleasurable things about, about the show for me um, individually was the fact that it wasn't some like weird unconfirmable subtext it was overt text mm-hmm. it was the text and then immediately confirmed by everyone involved the thespians the writers the people and so it's like still still we have uh resistant heterosexuals online who are like you know what won't you stop with all the gay propaganda get that agenda off the table guys like you're always trying to brainwash somebody like, really? <laughs> stop woke washing our media <laughs> Making everything palatable for the PC (laughs) culture. Like, I want to imagine that everyone on set when they're filming after every shot is like, damn. (laughs) (laughs) Like, seriously, that was some good ass shit. Like, you know, if you ever want to film for Pornhub, you know, we could could sell them a story. Because they could literally do Killing Eve and then it's just the same thing. They really could really could and so to all those haters the haters out there which i mean i guess i'm surprised you exist but all right um fuck you (laughs) sincerely candace from the heart deep deep in my heart because that's on some bullshit and um i don't know I distracted myself with thoughts of anger and violence over those those haters who are like, why are you making, why are you trying to force the gay agenda on Killing Eve? The Killing Eve agenda is also running That's simultaneously okay. along with this gay agenda you're so upset about, you guys. Please. So like, it's adjacent. Did you not hear the first line in trailer two? Sometimes when you're in love with somebody, you do wild things. That's a paraphrase, but y'all know what I mean. Mm. She used love. Who is she talking about? Herself? Eve? It's a narration. Is she talking directly to Eve? Is she talking to Constantine, who's not dead? Is she talking to New Handler? Is she talking to the old French lady? She was like, why you let that bitch in my crib? (laughs) Are you working for the 12? Oh, my God. Next episode is called Take Me to the Hole. (laughs) Oh, my God. With the double entendres, you guys. (sighs) She does mean the jail hole, but, you know, you can take that any way you please. Right. I mean, like, you, All don't, the you don't have to take me there, but it's fun if you do if take it's fun me if there. You do. Right. Take me there. I mean, I know how to get there, but, you know, you, you can take me there. <laughs> Let me stop. Uh, well, so that's I think we've 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 covered. The, uh, we, we've tried to go in depth. I mean, we often get distracted, but it's because the show is so fucking amazing. So, I mean, if you're like us and you've reached a point of having a lot of satisfaction, but yet still not enough, you can skip ahead and watch episode six ahead of us. And that way you'll be ready with your opinions when we talk about it uh, on air. 
Um, we're going to talk about it. Uh, yes, we we're definitely, definitely will. I'm glad that you guys are on board for this show and you see how amazing it is, why it deserved all the accolades yes, that yes, it got, all yes. of the noms. And um, all the noms and the wins. Oh, and we should also announce that on uh, the news uh, this past week, it was announced that Sandra Oh is going to be hosting SNL for the first time. Oh, I can't wait. Which for the first time, this bitch has been funny since I was in high school. But again, let me not let me not start screaming and ranting and and raging about how Sandra Oh is criminally. I guess. Well, I guess not anymore. Right. Because she has a Golden Globe, but she has been. She was criminally under just under everything just underutilized, not underutilized overlooked. overlooked underappreciated all the unders i fix it world i mean you're kind of fixing it but i'm super excited to see her on on snl because she's she has great comedic timing i mean of course that's what we see on the show all the time and that's been one of her strong um traits that she's had as a thespian her entire career yeah from the very first movie i saw sandra owen which was a really really long time ago I'm not even gonna say what it was but if you guys go to mdb i'm sure i'm sure you can figure it out it's around the 2000s 90s i'm not gonna say which but it's there um a little sandra o trivia up until now like she's one of the few that i've literally followed since high school you know along Aww. there with like lucy lawless or like gina torres jillian yes. um, anderson yes uh women that haven't disappointed me somehow amazingly right in the age of social media i'm I'm an adult now and i'm like wow these faves are still unproblematic like eight years ago you'd hear me say like and rose mcgowan and like but you know some names i gotta just put down that's the same with kate winslet yo i used to think that she i mean i've been a fan you know since titanic but then she said some some weird things about woody allen i was like wow i gotta i gotta just put you on the side now yeah yeah you're just can't really look look up to you as a human because you've disappointed me and thrown yourself in the trash kate yeah um but as far as my other bitches like lucy lawless like somehow if anyone out there's lucy lawless man you know what i'm talking about that lucy lawless was the shit in like 96 and she's still still the shit. she hasn't said shit to piss me off and that is quite a feat these days guys because people are consistently opening their mouth and saying the wrong things just ask college johansson she has a lot of experience in this arena of like maybe better better off being quiet um but yeah so thank you for joining us on this odyssey exploration of uh, i have a thing for bathrooms <laughs> we oh, know yes. why we, we know, know why. why um let us know how many times you think villanelle went to her bunk if at all this episode and that means mobile bunk she could have done the car she could have literally took a respite in between actually going to eve's house and you know whatever she was doing after she ran off in the field like we know Please, re- if you haven't gone to the last episode, she says she masturbated a lot. I really feel like she was being honest and truthful. And I so we agree. must assume that it's generally happening on a daily basis. But she's young. Libido's fresh. That sounds right. So we got to figure out like where in the day it happens. Yeah. Multiple times. Multiple probably. Times. Like when she wakes up, when she lays down for sleep. I'm thinking Eve is her waking end last thought. More yeah. than likely. It ain't Constantine. Yeah, no. And no, it's not it's food. Not. And it's definitely not couture. That's second and third. So I'm just going to say Eve is first. That probably at one time in her life, it was Anna. But now it's Eve. And with that, ladies and gents, and Here. everyone else, non-binary friends, here's, we bid you would do. <laughs> here's hoping you get killed by a woman. Yay! <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Totally murder.